When AM Live presents another update from the coalface with Martin Creamer, publishing editor of Engineering News and Mining Weekly. Good morning, Martin. Morning, Sakina. And uh, Richards Bay Coal Terminal, they've done brilliantly to set a new coal export record at this very tough time in the uh, in the uh, economic markets. Yeah, it's quite remarkable that South African Inc. can get together and do things. And we see it here with the Richards Bay Coal Terminal because when we say Richards Bay, Bay Coal Terminal, it's really a, a conglomerate of private sector and public public sector participation because firstly the mines have got to produce that coal then the state owned Transnet Freight Rail has got to get that to uh, Richards Bay Coal Terminal. Then the private sector, Richards Bay Coal Terminal, has got to process all of that and make sure that it gets through to the port. And then the port, again, is a state-operated port. So, you know, this public-private partnership, if it worked like um, – this is a model for us in South Africa to show that even in very bad times when the demand for coal is down, these guys – come forward with an all-time record you know of 75.4 million tons we've never had that before we should have they should have been reporting no times were tough and we couldn't get through this instead they put in the extra mile and here this benefits South Africa you know the, the coal is the commodity that generates more foreign exchange than any other commodity at the at the moment and with our weak rand we need every bit of foreign exchange you know we can get and it's no wonder that Nosipa Sawisa Damasani is the businesswoman of the year or last year she was the businesswoman of the year because she's got a fantastic team there and there were reports of distance between Transnet and the public sector there uh, and, and, and private sector look how they've all come together seamlessly when you go down there they all come and smile at you at the same time and that's the way South Africa's got to work um, you know this is uh, RBCT 28% black owned 3% Black women owned, really black managed, and, and uh, the coming together of this, I think, is a feather in the cap for South Africa. Good news we can do with. And then Anglo-American, um, they've sold off yet another mine this week, uh, Martin, and it's part of that rapid mine disposal program. Yeah, uh, Anglo-American is disposing of its mines, and it's disposing of them fairly rapidly. Like word on the street at the moment is that uh, you know several of our coal mines here could be sold. Those under the umbrella of, of Anglo-American are here that you know five companies, five consortiums have been shortlisted for these South African coal assets that Anglo wants to dispose of. And and uh, the one in the lead seems to be a very prominent one. We can't name it at the moment. But uh, if it does come through, I think it will be very good for South Africa because we, we will keep these assets at a high profile. Whereas that was not the case with the uh, coal mine that Anglo-Americans sold in in uh, Australia this week. Uh, it was a fairly low-profile buyer that we know very little about and you know, the terms are confidential. So, so those sort of deals we're not too happy with. But, of course, we leave them for Australia. And, and that is the second uh, coal mine that Anglo-American has now sold in Australia. And it looks like a third one will be sold. We know that two copper mines have been sold by Anglo-American in Chile. And we also see that coming up in South America, they'll be auctioning. And the word auctioning indicates that they really want to get rid of the stuff. Niobium and phosphates also uh, in, in uh, South America. So that is the state of play now, uh, and, and it's a situation where, you know, from 55 assets, where you could say 55 mines, they may come down to 20 mines, and those will be top-tier mines. So it'll be a totally different Anglo-American to the ones that <laughs> we've been used to. And, you know, they suspended their dividend. Uh, their business units have uh, been cut from six to three. So, you know, everything uh, is changing with Anglo-American, along with the value of its shares, which we see have really been decimated.
And lastly, Martin, a special economic zone that's on the way for the platinum sector. Yes, I'm so pleased about this because we've been uh, looking at you know the development of platinum, which we are blessed with in South Africa for a long time now, and the minister hasn't really put a timeline on the special economic zone before, but at Davos he put a timeline on this and said that we will have the special economic zone this year. Now, this could be the starting point of what we call a Silicon Valley for platinum. We need to do a lot more with our platinum, and if we can uh, be the first mover, particularly with fuel cells, you know, a window of opportunity is there for the creation of Hundreds of thousands of jobs, you know, in not only the fuel cell business, but a lot of the platinum business. And you can see that three uh, departments are working here. Uh, it is the not only the Department of Trade and Industry led by, you know, um, Rob Davies, but also Science and Technology. They've been working on this with their hydrogen South Africa for a long time. And, of course, the um, Department of um, Mineral Resources wants to see a lot more platinum used because we see the price of platinum still in the doldrums and this is our special metals we've got the aladdin's cave of platinum we've got the uh, the lion's share of the world and if we can lead and be the first mover and create these emission zero emission fuel cells in an energy world that needs a lower carbon footprint i mean it seems like very obvious this is also an energy source that generates water doesn't consume water like the other energy sources do so ferociously so uh, uh, we're very glad to hear that rob davy says this will be the year for the special economic zone for platinum which we hope will become the silicon valley of platinum well, Martin, we're going to leave it there. Thank you so much. Martin Kremer is publishing editor of Engineering News and Mining Weekly, and he'll be back with us uh, for another edition of At the Coalface, same time next Friday. It's 8 o'clock, and Kumbuzile Tabet is standing by with the news. SAFM, South Africa.